Hey everybody, I'm Dr. Andy Rourke and welcome to the Kona Shame Show. Guys, back with Ingrid Johnson today. She does so much good stuff. I really enjoy talking to her. She is straight to the point, matter of fact, and she's uh, thinking outside the box. And that is just awesome. So, uh, definitely outside the box episode today. It's going to be super fun. I'm glad you're here. Hey, listen, if your, uh, if your team is getting burned out, like you guys are, I mean, you know, worn down. I know it's summertime. Everybody's just going as fast as they can. They're wearing masks. They've got, you know, people maybe at curbside. Things, things are crazy. I, I know a lot of people are stressed. They're feeling beat down. If, if you want something, uh, that would just lift your staff up, if they know me, if, if they're, <laughs> if they have terrible, terrible taste, and are familiar with my videos or things like that, if, if they would recognize my face and it would make them feel good to have me tell them that I hear wonderful things about them, that they are doing great, that what they're doing is important, I'll do that for you. I'll send you a, uh, I'll make a video for you and I'll send it to you. It'll just be real short, but uh, just, you're going to tell me, uh, tell me about your team, tell me about why they need a shout out. And I'll just send them something nice and you can show it at a staff meeting or you just show it to people if you want to, uh, send it to, uh, send it to the, uh, to the people that you think need it the most. I'll totally do that for you. And I'd be happy to it. All you got to do, uh, is, is leave an honest review of this podcast. Go to iTunes and write a, a review of the, uh, Conan Shame Vet podcast and, and it'd be five stars. You'd be honest. Just, just write what you think. Uh, and, uh, and then send me an email. The email is podcast at drandyrourke.com. That's podcast at drandyrourke.com and tell me, Hey, I wrote a review for you. Uh, this is who I need to shout out for. I'll make that for you. I'll send it to you. Uh, give me a couple days, uh, just to, to get it in and do a good job. I got to get my hair did before I do these. But other than that, I'll get on it as fast as I can. So anyway, that's, that's just something I want to put out. Uh, it's, it's people seem to like it in the past. I'm feeling like a lot of people are stressed and tired. It's just something I can do and, I, and I'm happy to do it. And, and I'd love to, I'd love to, I'd love to have your input on the podcast too. All right, gang, with that, let's get into this episode. This is your show. We're glad you're here. We want to help you in your veterinary career. Welcome to the Cone of Shame with Dr. Andy Rourke. Welcome back, Ingrid Johnson. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming back and doing this with me again. I always love when you're here. Well, thank you. I love being on. Cool. Talk to me a little bit about, just to start, Fundamentally Feline. Uh, You've been on a number of times, but I just want to make sure everybody kind of knows where you are and where you come from. So can you run me through uh, Fundamentally Feline as well? Yeah, thank you. Um, So I am a certified cat behavior consultant, and I offer behavior consultations both in the home in Atlanta as well as I do phone consults all over the world and help people with common behavior problems but sometimes obscure ones and in addition to the behavior consulting my husband and I make a variety of much needed products that the market does not seem to have available for cats so we make scratching posts food puzzles and litter boxes yeah since since you and I have started doing these podcasts and stuff I have pointed a lot of people to your uh to your site but yeah I I love especially your food puzzles they're just uh they're just not other things like them out there. So thank you for what you do and, uh, and thanks for being here. Okay. I got a, uh, I got a case for how do you treat that? You ready? I am ready. All right, cool. So I have in exam room three, a two year old male neutered tabby cat that has been an indoor only cat his whole life. And his owners are interested in letting him explore the outdoors to get some exercise, not live out there, but explore the outdoors. They are concerned, and I think rightfully so, with him getting squashed like a grape in the road or disappearing into the forest and never returning. 
What do you think about this? Is this, is this a terrible idea from the beginning? Is there a way to do this? Is, is this is this even worth the effort? Like, where's your head at? How do you treat that? Absolutely. You know, if you'd asked me this question 20 years ago, I would have said, keep them in, keep them in. Mm-hmm. But we've learned a lot over the years, and we know that cats that have some safe outdoor exploration, they generally just have better quality of life. It's a great outlet for exercise and cardio. So I'm actually a big fan. And there's a variety of different ways that we can give them outdoor access. And one, which can be a little challenging for some personalities, is leash and harness training them. Okay. And everyone always asks the first question out the gate, well, what kind of harness do you recommend? My favorite harness, I'll give them a plug. It's called the Kitty Holster. Okay. Like holster for a gun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just cool Kitty Holster, tons of fun colors. You can have a very fashionable cat. Um, but it's nice because it's actually very swaddling and it kind of is similar to the Thunder shirt, if you're familiar okay. with the Thunder yeah, shirt. Yeah, very. And it has a bit of a calming effect on the cat. So, and it's very comfortable. It's very soft. It's very wearable for long extended periods of time, which is wonderful. So I like to get them acclimated to the holster positively inside using right. food rewards. Sorry about my 21 year old. She's yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> um, so once we get them used to the holster, we can take them out on a leash. We can, if we have a fenced in yard, I actually will drop the leash and let the cats run around in the yard, just supervising where I can quickly step on or grab the leash if I need mm-hmm. to. And I take them out there and we play, we play with wand toys and lore toys in the grass. And it's really awesome, you know, chance for them to get some cardio in and, and burn those calories and really run. Yeah. Um, so I think it's I think it's a great opportunity for them to explore their world. Okay. All right. You you kind of blowing my mind here because I've never done this and I've never recommended this. And so the harness idea makes some sense to me for sure. Uh, I like the idea. It's funny. I was um, talking to somebody about a thunder shirt for cats just yesterday. I was in the clinic talking about them um, bringing their cat in, uh, and and he was not happy to come in. His name is Johnny Cash, by the way. Johnny Cash is not happy to come to the vet, and and I think we can all uh, we can all see that. All right, so so the swaddling effect, I definitely I definitely get that. Are there is this the sort of the only type of harness you recommend, or, or I mean, I, so I guess what do you look for in a harness generally? So I, I guess you've sort of laid out one point of it is I like the way this one wraps around sort of swatter, swaddles and squeezes. Are there other things that you're looking for in harnesses uh, if we take cats out? I mean, nothing is foolproof. Let's be honest. We're putting them Mm -hmm. on cats. Um, But not being able to easily get out of it is huge. And the holster is quite secure. So that's one of the reasons I really like it. And I don't want something that's just going to pull and yank on their neck. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, I I, definitely. The the worst thing I've seen is, is, I think that's what scarred me, is at one point in my life, I saw someone take a cat on a leash. And you can imagine exactly what happened is the cat has got the, the, the collar around its neck and it's just like, it's, it's like someone had pulled a fish out of the river. You know how it's just flying and thrashing and, and bouncing around and they're going, Whoa, boy, Whoa. And it was this horrible thing. And ultimately the cat's head popped out and it just took off like a shot across the yard and, and, uh, and they got the cat back, but I was scarred by seeing that thing happen. And I was just like, Oh man. Cats on leashes, I don't know. I think one thing that we really have to remember, because people get frustrated and they give up really easily with the leash and harness training. We get a puppy, and what's the first thing we do? 
We go out and get them a collar and a leash. Oh, I was going to say an Instagram account, but okay, I'm with you. Yeah, well, yeah, and an Instagram account. But we get a kitten, and we don't do that. And then they're like three, and we're like, oh, I want to take my cat for a walk. <laughs> and I'm like, you have done nothing to prepare this cat for now essentially wearing clothes. And their instinct is generally to back out of it, lay down, and roll, and try to roll out of it. Um, and they're paralyzed. They're like a pill bug. They fall over and they're stiff. Yeah. Uh, Very common. So the, you just, if you get them used to it slowly using positive reinforcement and food and play, and then you take them out into a world where they can explore and cruise around, they're going to eventually start to get up and walk. Yeah. But you have to give it time. You have to do it a couple of times. Well, it's I mean, that totally makes sense too. I mean, I remember every time you put it collar on a cat you get the you get the kicking and the uh and the trying to get you know to get out of it and i mean if 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 a collar takes that level of getting used to of course a harness is going to as well and so the idea of just starting off in the house and getting them used to uh and positively reinforcing a harness or something like that 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 makes a ton of sense i also like the idea of starting them early it's just not something that we think about uh early on and what happens i think is when they're kittens they run around like maniacs in the house we're not worried about them getting exercise. They seem very happy. But as they get older and start to gain weight, we're like, oh, we need to do something. And now we're trying to convince a four-year-old cat to walk on a leash. Another really, really important aspect that I have only in the last few years discovered when it comes to the leash and harness time is it's a nice neutral play area, which I utilize to introduce two new cats into my house to my existing cats who the introduction was not going as smoothly as I had hoped. And so I needed a high value space where they were more distracted about what was around them than they were focused on each other. Right. And it became walk, walk me through that. Walk me th so, so how exactly did you do this? So, so well, yeah, walk, just tell me the story of, of how you brought these cats together because I want to hear this. So, so I have two young male tabbies that I brought into the home to be friends with my existing kitties. Okay. And they were very rambunctious. They're just too much for them. Just hunting them, just wanting to wrestle and a lot, you know, all my cats are social. They know how to play, but they kind of played like cotton balls. And these two played like, you know, ferocious lions. Mm -hmm. So it was just, they were too rough. So in efforts to let them have some positive parallel play time together, I acclimated everyone to their leash and harnesses separately. But then once they were cool with it, we would take all four, I took four cats out in the yard at one time, the two new guys and two of the existing guys, and we're out there with the, the bird, the feather toys, you know, wand toys, and we're playing in the grass, and they're eating grass, and they're sniffing the air, and they're watching the birds, and they're playing with toys, and they're doing this very positive activity, just the four of them. Every time they got to go outside, they were always together, so they associated each other with the good experience. Mm-hmm. And had good times out there. So it was a way to facilitate some positive interactions once I kind of hit a wall here in the house and I couldn't really I couldn't really move forward. Right. So going outdoors allowed me to move forward and help build the relationship. Cool. Even no, that's that's cool. All right. That's that's neat. I, I have to process that. That was really cool. All right. Yeah. I love it. Um, cool. So just young cats that need exercise going outside and playing or are there benefits to me taking my senior cats out as well yeah absolutely so i'm a big fan of bringing the seniors out because actually it's easier they're not as active they're not nearly as likely to bolt and run over your six-foot privacy fence right yeah um, 
they love, you know, the, the scent enrichment of laying down in the grass and sniffing, sniffing the bugs and, and chewing on grass, laying in the sun, really nice on their old arthritic joints. Um, not exactly advisable, but, you know, I'm a, I, I am human. Um, I just slapped a harness on my 21-year-old and took her out, and she's fine with it. So yeah. <laughs> when they're really, really young and really, really old, they don't need quite as much acclimation to things. They're just like, what <laughs> if this is what we're doing now. <laughs> um, but I've also had a lot of handicapped cats over the years, um, hind end paralysis cats, three-legged cats, blind cats. And another activity that I really like to do with those guys is stroller walks. Um, yeah. So I do stroller walks for all, all, all cats, all life stages. And right. But with the handicaps, it's a really nice way for them to go and experience the world and get some fresh air. They're not mm -hmm. going to do a whole lot out in the grass anyway. They're paralyzed, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, or, or, or tripods. So bring them out in a stroller. Let them watch the squirrels and the birds in the park while you're walking your dog. Do you have, I can't believe I'm asking this question. Do you have cat stroller recommendations? I do. Okay, <laughs> lay them on me. So um, my favorite is actually called doggyride.com. Okay, doggyride.com. Okay. Yeah. They are fantastic strollers. The wheels can pop off super easy and it can be made into like a crate or a carrier. And okay. it's the really awesome part. It attaches to your bike, comes with a bicycle flag for the stroller. <laughs> so now that's can, good times. So you can haul your cat behind your bicycle. So they can feel the wind in their furs. And how do they like that? I mean, that seems like <laughs> that seems like a, a heck of a new experience for a cat. Yeah. I mean, so my youngsters that love the stroller and have always loved it. I mean, I can't keep them out of it. They're all trying to get in it before we can even decide who's going, you know, they love right. that. Okay. Um, I have one cat that's pretty timid and she's not a stroller candidate for riding on the bike. Oh yeah. yeah. It, uh, I, I, this popped in my head. Um, so one of the veterinary schools is at, uh, LSU. So Louisiana state and yep. they have uh, Mike, the tiger is their mascot. And uh, so they had this beautiful facility on campus for Mike the Tiger. And the students really love when Mike goes to the football games. But the deal is that Mike has to decide to get into the, the, the display truck right. to ride around the stadium. And they cannot coerce Mike. They don't put food in there. There's nothing to lure him in. He has to decide that he wants to get into the truck. And then if he wants to, they will put him in the truck and they drive around the inside of the stadium. Everyone gets to see the tiger and they love it. And um, I have seen college students pleading, pleading with Mike to please get in the truck because it's a big football game. And as I picture your cats behind your bicycle, I picture Mike the tiger riding in his, tr in his truck around the football stadium. So. Well, it's all about giving cats choice. Let's be honest. Oh, it totally sure. is. I just, I also love the fact that this cat holds the entire student body hostage with his whims. I keep, <laughs> um, I keep stating, and I have been for about 15 years that cat strollers are the wave of the future, but you know, so far I'm pretty much the only one in the neighborhood. So I don't know that that's happening, but as long as I have a hundred pound dog by my side, I feel like I don't look that insane. Oh yeah. Like, no, you look, no, absolutely not. We actually have two strollers. My other one that I like is by Pet Gear, and it's collapsible. It's got cup holders for your drinks. It's amazing. And um, my husband and I will we'll take four cats, two in each stroller, and the dog go through the whole park. Yeah. You guys don't have kids, do you? No. No. That's what I thought. So you've got two strollers and no kids. We are non-readers. So non I love your life. <laughs> I love your life so much. All right. 
There are other ways you can explore the outdoors if you don't have a stroller or a yard. No, I love it. No, I, I, no, I'm enjoying this, but I love it to, I I love it in a positive, in a positive good way. I, you like, you really have kind of blown my mind today. Like these are just things I have not really walked through of the benefit of outdoor time. And I was, you know, sort of empathize with pets and go, well, what would I want? Well, of course I would want to go outside. You know, of course I want to feel the sunshine. Exactly right. Oh, I would totally want a you catio. Would want I would want I would want one of the things that's got like a like a habit trail. Oh gosh, I'm looking at Ingrid's catio now. With it's a a fence plants. porch, and she's got the climbing areas, and oh, it's like American Ninja Warrior Cat Edition. So nice. patios are a great way to have outside time. And this is the screen porch and the cat. Oh man, you've got one of the, uh, one of the elevated, she's got uh, this, uh, these, um, Vertical beautifully space. painted elevated pathways, uh, that are up, uh, attached to the roof and all down the wall over there. Yeah. You can just, uh, her cats can just walk on these ledges all over the place. That is so cool. But it's really small, and you don't need a lot of space. You know, the, the porch that I just showed you is maybe only 12 feet by 6 feet. Yeah. but yeah. And it looks great, too. Like, it, you have given it to the cats, but it's still very useful space, and it's aesthetically pleasing. And it's just, like, as I was looking at it, it took me a minute to even realize what the boards were on the roof. Because they're nicely painted as, like, a, a you know, a complementary color to the ceiling. And, like, it looks really cool. Well, and then you. you go, oh, it's highly functional as well. So yeah, that's the goal awesome. is for it to not be, like, you know, insane looking. The goal is for it to kind of just blend in with your home. We can sit out there and have wine or have breakfast. We've got mm-hmm. a table and chairs. It's for us to use, too. Right. But they have some, you know, cat-safe plants. They have, you know, foliage that they can chew if they want to. They can climb. They've got tree limbs. So if you can't take your cat outside, I mean, at the very least, open all your windows, let the fresh air in, let your cat smell the breeze and have birds and squirrel feeders outside your house. And, you know, some of these things aren't attainable depending on where you live and your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I don't want people to feel bad if they can't do some of these activities. So just remember to open up all your doors and windows and let the outside come in. Uh, This is awesome. Thanks so much for talking with me about enrichment. Are there any final pearls, tips, words of wisdom that you have that we didn't touch on today for uh, for environmental enrichment? I just I would just say don't give up. Don't don't yeah. freak out if your cat lays down in the harness. You know what I mean? Give it time. Yeah, awesome. The benefits are worth it. Cool. Where can people find you? We talked about fundamentally feline at the beginning. How else can they reach out if they have questions? They can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and I'll be sending you some links to um, some videos that will correlate. And some Perfect. posts on my website that will correlate. I'll with drop them. those down in the description for the podcast. Ingrid, thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much for having me. And that is our show. Guys, I hope it was useful. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoy Ingrid. I I really, she makes me think outside the box. She makes me think about things a little differently than I have been. This is definitely uh, an episode where that happened. I've been rolling this one around since we uh, got it recorded. So anyway, I I hope it was interesting for you. I hope it gives you something to think about, uh, something to meditate on here in the summertime. If you have things that you think I should uh, cover or things that you want to know, shoot me an email. The email address is podcast at drandywork.com. So it's podcast at d-r-a-n-d-y-r-o-a-r-k.com have a great rest of your week take care of yourselves be safe guys you matter you are important uh we need you so be well